What's up, everybody? I'm Gerald. This is Yes, We Fight with Julia and Gerald. And we have a special guest, my full-fledged, 100% blood-born sister. Wow. Same mama, same daddy. There you go. Jessica. That means she know it all. I know it all. We got the same family. We got all the same stories. I love, I love that you have the same stories because hearing it from a different perspective, you know, we tend to give like the soft, like the light version, and then the other people really, really like they yeah. don't hold back. So I think the, key, the the crazy thing about it too is that, like, you have a lot. You have uh, four, six, three, three. Two, two, two sisters and a brother. Jessica and I have uh, two sisters and a brother, and we all are close. We have like it's like a a broken up family from some of the things that our our father had done in the past. So we have a like sister and a brother. So if y'all watching, I love y'all too. Uh, yeah. So it's it's funny when we think about the dynamics of families and think about the dynamics of siblings and, and, and things like that. Like I I look at my relationship with Jessica and in comparison to your relationship with your siblings, and we we got work to do. <laughs> the same I don't least. really know. Uh huh. Yeah, but they real, real close. And we right. we working on it though. We are definitely working on it. I think the thing is, a little bit. you know, I think the thing is, it's not like they aren't close. You just don't yeah. really talk as often because when you get together, it's that same space of like oh, yeah. you pick right up. It's never like right. I haven't seen you in forever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just pick back up where like I think the comparison is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Seven, eight, nine times it's ridiculous. Like it's like, who are your friends? And I'm like, oh. Well, she calls me and Yeah, it's in process. So yeah, that's true. If you don't pick up, then you have no pick nor there. But as you can tell, we are not in Gerald's office. We are in a hotel room. Oh yeah, we're in a hotel room in apparently not Riverside, California. Mm-hmm. We are in some place in California. Where are we at? Capizona. Capizona. Is that the belt buckle that? No. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, we're all the way out here. We're gonna do this real quick show. And then we're gonna drive our happy tails back home and be parents again. We're gonna get to have the whole weekend to ourselves this weekend. But we're gonna get most of it. I'll still a twenty-four hour period anyway. Did you realize that this thing is actually yeah, yeah, like you're on that side. Yes. And I'm on this side. Right. Yes. <laughs> I just, I'm just blown away by this. Just blown away completely. I'm going this way, but I'm looking at this. I know. Now, uh, so, girl, we were discussing what we wanted to talk about. You know, we're all grown here. Wow. That's what she said. Um, I got it. I got it in. Uh, Let's see. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, so, oh, okay. So, Gerald, you brought up something interesting this morning that we kind of want to talk about. Oh yeah. So I was uh I was on Facebook or some sort of social media and I stumbled across Tia and Tamara Mowry. Tia. I don't know which one it is. Tia. And I'm not going to retrain myself to say Tia only. They've been Tia and Tamara Mowry since I was like 
11 years old, but they were just sister, sister, went to 10 to Mary Byron, just like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. They go together. It's like peanut butter and jelly. I'm just saying. One of the yeah. So, apparently, Tia to Mary Maori is divorced or getting a divorce from her. Yes. And she was Corey on Harker. some show. Who was, who was Corey Harder? The person she was separated from. Corey Harder was Tia Maori's Soon to be. Is he famous? Yeah, he was on some shows. He was on something, but I think you know he's Corey? Mm-hmm. No. No. Was he on? He was on something, though, right? Yeah, he's been on some things. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't uh, rifle the name. Either way, he said, she he said did. that her marriage was not a failure. She outgrew it, and she graduated from it. So it ain't a failed marriage, even though she got divorced. It is a graduation. Now, I wanted to talk about this today because amongst us three, I'm the only one that hasn't been divorced. So I was previously married and am now divorced and and Jessica, yeah, and Jessica, you tell your own story. We don't tell people's story. I am recently divorced, but I can relate to Tia. Uh-oh. That's why we're having this conversation. Right. So, recently divorced, meaning how long ago? Is like, it official? talking about, like, in a month. So everything's right. gone through. So everything is like a month. Here. So we're in a very yeah. similar situation as Tina Tamara Maori. Yeah. And what are your thoughts? Because you're going to take the spotlight of this show. Well, the only reason why I can relate to it, uh, her saying that she outgrew it, graduated, me and my ex were not beefing with each other. We don't have any issues. We met at the age of 13 years old. So as life went on, certain things in life, I felt like I was going this way and maybe he was going this way. So that's where the outgrowing came in at. So we don't hate each other. We still talk to each other. But I mean, you know, we have our days and times where we can't, you know, it's like we may not like each other or we may not agree. Right. So some of those reasons why getting a divorce still shows up. Mm-hmm. So do you yeah. view so I guess the interesting thing about it is do you view your marriage because I understand the outgoing part, but do you mm-hmm. view your marriage as still a failed marriage? Like the marriage failed, I outgrew it. Like the can you are the two is simultaneously but is it a failure? I mean, a part of me want to say it is a failure because it's not there anymore. It's done. It failed, you know, but it's like that. I don't really know how to put it, you know, like it's not really. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, because it's like in a way 
It's like the it's marriage, failed. the marriage right. it's failed. Done. Yeah. But the time that I spent married, I don't view you it as bullshit. Right. Or like yeah. A waste of like, my time. Yeah. I don't regret children, anything. Right. Children out of that situation. Right. You know. So I I can totally understand. I on the other hand, since I ain't never been divorced. Because okay. <laughs> you want y'all to know, I'm batting a thousand on marriage right now. These two, she fifty percent. And she only did fifty percent because I'm a hunter. That's the only reason why she fifty because I'm a hunter. Thank you for making up for my lack. You are. Thank you for feeling. But I was a little, I was a little more harsh on this. Actually, I was like, "This is a failed marriage." Period. But I think listening to what you just said, I'm like, "All right, it ain't failed because the time was you would do it again." You know, I I think we're I think we're looking at it from a couple. There's kind of like this mix between like the marriage failed because it ended, but the things that happened within it were not a failure because you learned, you grew, you outgrew, you progressed as a person. You know what I mean? So I think there is sometimes there's an intermingling of not wanting to taint the journey. So we take the failed marriage and say, I outgrew it, or maybe we call certain things a different name because it helps us through the process. You know what I mean? I tend to talk very gently. When I do things or when I say things that I, I shouldn't or, you know, when I don't make an argument if I don't make the best choice, however it is. Yeah. Like, I, without trying to, the choice words that I use tend to be a little more gentle because I'm extremely harsh on myself. So if I stay in that space, I can easily, like, the negative self-talk inside my brain is, like, really, really bad. So I'm really cognizant of that. I'm just trying to be mindful. So do you think that there's some kind of control? Yeah, I think I think you want to we want to control those situations, right? Like we don't want to uh, like that's that's what I was talking about too, right? Like uh, we don't want to add a negative label to these very impactful moments of, of our lives. Like we don't want to just say like for Jessica, right? You don't want to just say that the last twenty years of your life was a failure, and that's essentially what we what we're what, what these people are trying to say, and also what Tia Tamara Maury is defending herself from, right? Is that the last 20 years of my life was not a failure. The last 20 years of my life was very impactful. And in that 20 year process, we figured out that at the 20 year mark, we weren't a fit. And I, I mean, there's a lot in regards to that. Because I also feel that like there's a space where that we're not a fit thing is also just a choice, and it's also just I don't want to be married, and I want to go do something else. And can we really attribute that statement to uh, oh I, I, we outgrew each other? It's like did I outgrow you, or do I just not? I just don't fuck with you no more like that. Like the person that you turned into, I don't like. Had you and, and then, yeah, and if I and, and had you excited. had not turned into this person, then we would still be together. So I think there's a part of this failed marriage thing, or not wanting to call it a failed marriage thing, that doesn't acknowledge the fact that we did not do the work during that time to stay together. I can't. Wait. I'm gonna. I got something. I'm gonna just. Go ahead, Jeff. 
Um, and I don't, I'm not, I honestly, and I'm, it's going to hit hard because honestly, I don't want to bash him on here. But a part of me really, it's just like, I'm not going to be in a marriage by myself. And that's just the bottom line. I've been hurt a lot in my marriage. And I I personally have outgrown the marriage in general. And I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna stay somewhere where I feel like I'm just the wife, but where's the husband? Right. You know, it's it's a lot to it. And yeah, to be honest, in all honesty, he can come and save his own part as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I just really don't want to get into the the whole bashing part of it. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like where I'm at now, I'm in a better space and I'm happier where I am now than I was in a marriage. And that's just in all honesty. Yes. So I outgrew the marriage and I was at a point where I'm not going to continue to do something. It, 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 that's just what it was. I'm done with it. I'm not going to keep fighting and being unhealthy or trying to make everybody else happy when right. I'm not at the expense of who you are as a right. person and like I just, I'm, I was done with it. I'm, I'm over it. I'm tired of always being, you know. It's like I'm, I'm trying to shine this light upon this person. That's really not right. So right. I'm, 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 I was, I was done with it. So at that point, I outgrew the marriage, and I was doing absolutely nothing else to keep putting into it. Nobody has seen inside of my marriage for the whole twenty years. Right. And I'm, I'm not. I, I was done. So in, in so many ways, it can be considered failed, but at the same time, I got a lot of positive things out of it. Right, you got yourself. Yeah. You got yourself in that process. I think the thing is, and this is also coming from, from a woman's vantage point, I think there's a lot of angles in here where we speak, you come from a woman's perspective, you know, you know, just from keeping the house together. So there's a lot that you invest, you know what I mean? Because you invested so much into your family it was a very traditional space of taking care of the kids and making sure everything's here. But that the pressure of that is extremely intense. I'm the same exact way where it's like the behind the scenes is so intense. And the one thing that you had mentioned that I want to touch on that kind of relates to both of you is what I found as I've gotten a little bit older is that when we met, like when I met Gerald, the person that I was then and the trauma and the issues that I had had kind of were attracted to some of the trauma and some of the things that Gerald had. My whole and healed and complete self probably would not have stayed with who Gerald was at that time had I been healthy and whole. And whoever, yeah, well, and Gerald's healthy version right now, would not have been able to, right, like we would have met, there would have been an attraction, but then we would have realized as a whole healthy person. And I think you guys met so young, and I don't know, like, like a lot, I only know a little bit from what Sure, that there is okay sorry that some of those trauma things they connect together and we stay in these unhealthy places for a lot longer because you going through all that helped you to find that healed space and you probably would not who you are now would not have stayed through all of that no, it just took no. all of that to build you know like we get torn down and then we make that choice to build ourselves up so i understand kind of like what you're saying as far as like you didn't do the work but then I also look at it oh, from the vantage point of... I don't feel that way. I, I, for the last 20 minutes of my life, I've changed my stance on this substantially just because I didn't think of it like that. Because like I said, I've never been in that situation. 
I mean, technically, I mean, I, I got a daughter from a previous, but we weren't married. I never even had any, like, intentions on, on getting married at that age. So, like, that wasn't even an option. Uh, so, I, I, I'm aloof to this whole thing. I have no idea what that, that turmoil is. I do know how you can get to that place where you want to leave because I've been there before. I've been there multiple times, but never having because we've always been able to circle back around. So I have no idea what to do when you want to circle back around and the other person doesn't want to circle back around. Or right. when you want to repair your marriage, but that person doesn't want to repair their part of the marriage. And I think that was the thing that I took from what Jessica said. It's like, I don't want to be the only person in this marriage. I'm in charge of the discipline. I'm in charge of the love. I'm in charge of the care. I'm in charge of the duties, the right? The cooking, the cleaning, the duties, to make sure the bills paid, to make sure everything's paid. And then how long does it take for you to get to a stage where you're like, I don't even need you. And not only do I not need you, but you are more of a hindrance being here than if you weren't. And I, not a proponent of, of divorce, unless it is 100% necessary. And, a, and one of those necessary reasons is we know what needs to happen for this marriage to be successful and you're still choosing to not do it. I, I'm a firm believer, honestly, that, like, I know we're discussing it and we're discussing whether it's a failed marriage or not. And call it what you want, I'm still a firm believer that some marriages really do need to die. I'm not one of those, like, come on, everybody, we know it for the long haul. I, trust me, you don't get into a marriage to end it at any point in time. From my marriage to my uh, son's father, to my to our oldest, to our oldest son. Um, his biological father was, I don't know, I think he was like three, maybe three years and some change. Or you got a whole entire almost like lifetime together. Some things have to die. I'm just, I, I, some things are just so unhealthy. It needs to, to happen that way. No, so, right. I got so wrapped up in that. Some things need to they die. Do. We don't need they to do. say. They do. They do. I think that's super, that's super yeah. important. I think, you know, from a societal standpoint, we like to pressure women into staying. We like to pressure women into staying yeah. in their marriages. You know what I'm saying? Like we, like, we do that a lot. Our society says, your man is going to do all of this fuck shit out here, and then you need to stay. Like, you have to oh, right, put up right. with it, and that makes you loyal and everything else. But yeah. we don't have any rules for what. The husband is supposed to do for his for his wife to ensure she even wants to stay, like, or even wants to participate in this like ecosystem of family. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to, to to navigate. So as we like move forward and we start to make decisions for ourselves and what's best for ourselves, we realize that those decisions are difficult, and sometimes the best decision. It's the hardest one to make. Yeah. Do you feel like there were some things in your marriage that, from a woman's perspective, do you feel like there were some pressures or things that you dealt with or had to like figure out that like society put on you that you were like, no, this isn't this right. Like this isn't the way. Like this is like this should be there. Yeah. Um. One thing I was gonna say too is just the I can do that by myself. Saying that's a hundred percent. True. Yes. If I can carry the weight in every angle, I I might as well do it by myself. Right. Because I'm happier by myself doing it 
then having to carry the weight for somebody else that's not appreciating the weight that I'm also carrying. So like literally like I just it was like I was really heavy, right? You know, inside because it's like kind of like suffering in silence, right? You know, I I my all my family is thinking, you know, one thing and it's really something else. All because I'm protecting because I don't want to look stupid. Right. I'm saying because I've been with somebody for twenty something years and if I start talking about certain things, why are you staying? Why are you right. still there? You know? But so so what do you do in a situation like that? And then once you build yourself up and you get where you finally are like, I'm, I can't keep doing this. Right. But at the same time, you don't want to disappoint everybody else or everybody that comes around and be right. like, oh, you know, his family is more, I feel like, upset because they knew what type of person I was. But I feel like they're mad because I let it go. And it's like, oh, you're supposed to stay. You're supposed to work it out. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. I'm the one that's supposed to do it because I'm the one that carried the fucking weight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. What about me? Right. You know, my kids even started getting involved in things. Yeah. So what happens if a situation were to go down? I'm in a lose-lose. Right. If I stay and something happens, I'm a bad person. But then I leave. It's like, oh, you weak and you couldn't stay in this marriage. I'm a weak person because I decided to leave for my kids. For yourself. For yourself. That's what I'm saying. So when it comes down to that, I'm not trying to put, I don't want to scare anybody into, oh, no, don't get married. This, that. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. But all the ones that are silenced, all the ones that don't, you know, you're scared, you don't know, you know, you're, it's, it's okay. I don't, I'm at a point where I don't give a shit what nobody say, because it's for me. I know what I see, even my oldest son, you know, and it's like, I don't, that's when I started seeing certain things, like going down and him wanting to protect me and everything else, just like, no lie not to put business out there, but I started seeing flashbacks of my mom. Right. You know, and I'm like, I used to sit back and tell myself, I would never be in that situation. I would never want to put myself in a situation. And all I can remember sometimes is when I was like seven years old and my dad, he cut my lip. You know, that's the only thing that I can remember sometimes. And I thought about it and I'm like, I would never be, I would never put myself in that situation. You bring up such an excellent point. Like, what you're talking about really is what you're doing is breaking those cycles. You know what I mean? Like, we grew up a lot, and I hate to say a lot of our grandparents, not all, but a lot of grandparents really made it through because they were in a situation where you had to say, especially a lot of women. I'm coming from a family space. Oh, I'm listening. I'm getting education. But it's really from a space of everybody, like, really holds a lot of water and weight on all these long lasting marriages, which, again, they are really beautiful. But I also know that as women in general, like the the circumstances were a lot different, and a lot of grand a lot of our grandmothers stayed because they there weren't any options. Like you stayed, you had the kids, you didn't have a job, you didn't have access to everything. Especially 
I feel like what I can understand what you're saying because the pressures of keeping it together despite the unhealthiness because that wasn't a thing when you're growing up. No one talked about the unhealthiness and there was this hush hush. I even have some of my students who are like, well, Miss Mays, I'm going to tell you this, but please don't tell my parents because, you know, they'll get upset at me because, you know, I'm telling our business and I'm not supposed to keep things a secret. I mean, this is coming out of the mouth of a six year old. These are things that we've heard. And so breaking that cycle and saying, you don't have to stay is important. And I think that's where it's difficult because I feel like, you know, first of all, I'm extremely proud of you because you're I hate to say it because there's a double edged sword here. You are one of the strongest people, the strongest people that I've ever encountered. And I know you're strong because you had to be. But I'm grateful that you were able to weather through so that you can let that go and be a little bit softer. But I'm proud of you for being able to stay consistent in that way because I think it's hard. It's one of the most difficult things to end something that you had so much that you've invested out for your body, soul, and spirit. But you know, thank you for sharing that with all of us because it's it is important to see. You know, so many of us in our marriages suffer in silence because we haven't been so intentional. And when you die, you just die internally. And so it's actually just Well, I am extremely proud of both of you. Uh, that is something that I, I don't know if I could make it as some of those things. So if I can, for, for one, I can definitely say that in my interactions with you, Jessica, over the last, I don't know, six to eight months, you definitely looked happier. You've seen brighter. Lost weight. I know. Your same skin, like your skin is all glowing. glowing. I'm like, whatever it is. We can't keep up. Can't keep no up. shit. It is, it is fantastic. It is fantastic. Unfortunate, but also fantastic that right. I'm, I'm happy that you're able to begin the journey of finding yourself in all of this. Because, like you said in the beginning, you've been on that journey since you were 13 years old. I have a kid right now that's 13. We is nowhere close to being mature enough to marry anybody he ever meets today at any point in time in his life. <laughs> so, so it's, yeah, it's a, that's a crazy thing. It's a huge, crazy thing. I want to continue these conversations with you every so often because I think you got a lot of value to what we got going on. I think every now and again, I want people to come to this. Goddamn show, and I'm gonna let y'all do y'all thing because yeah, whatever whatever this was, I was like, I learned I learned something today about something, and I think what, the one thing I want to make sure that people know the reason why we started this podcast and we started this Facebook group is that family looks different for everybody, life looks different for everybody, and we need to learn to support each other no matter where they are. It is very easy for somebody like me who's never been through what they've been through have a very hardcore, staunch opinion about it, and then hold that with no evidence. But then you listen to two people who've gone through that experience, and you allow them to change their mind, and that is growth. You hear what they say, and you, and you internalize that to hear maybe what I thought was wrong. It isn't failure, because the time was a success 
the marriage as a noun has failed because it's no longer here. But the marriage as an adjective was a success because you were able to get children out of that. You grew, you became, you did all of those things. Some lessons were great lessons and some lessons were bad lessons, but all of the lessons were necessary. And I thank you for sharing your story with whoever's watching. And we would love to have you on here often. Yeah, and I, I actually think, honestly, two things. I think Jessica has a lot to say. I also think she could probably have her own podcast. But we'll get into that later. It's, it's a lot. I have the whole, it's, it's a lot that I have gone through mm-hmm. that some people can probably relate to. So, definitely. Yeah. And I pose a question to, you know, this is something that we, us three, can do. And there's people out there, if you catch them afterward, you know, I'm interested to see how many people have stayed in really unhealthy situations based on those expectations. It kind of, this kind of like has trailed into, in my mind, for me, the expectations that we have on marriage and the expectations that we have for marriage, for husbands, for wives, for what it's supposed to look like. And if it doesn't, then the pressure that we get from children, society, and family in particular, especially like what you were talking about. When you're trying to say, like, no, this, this, this isn't okay. Like, this isn't okay. This, whatever you guys think is okay, is not okay. Now that it's not okay, I can't, I can't be here. But it's like, like you're saying, you get viewed a certain way. You have to feel a certain way because breaking through that is so hard. I myself find, like, in completely different ways, but in the same, you know, the same part, like, trying to do that. To look and see people around you, particularly your family, because they're the ones that are telling you, right? And I'm like, that's not okay. But trying to be different, oh, oh, why do you want to do that? Or, oh, you think you're this? Or, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I know you think you're a, you're a therapist now. And it's like, no, I, yes, <laughs> and that's, and that's been said to me a few times, because, you know, I'm sorry, like, now I speak, now when I talk, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Through my own growth, I promise you. Everything about me when I listen to you, when I listen to people, even Gerald, when I listen to people around me share their story, there's a part of me where it's like, I start to break down, I start to understand people more because I see the me in them. I see the me in your story. I can see the me. So, and, and a lot of times, even Gerald's stories when he shared. And not just. Can nobody see me? I'm unsealed. My outfit only got 22 buttons. A, B, D, E, F, G. I can't at all. <laughs> I can't at all. <laughs> you know what? We might. Next week, we might be having a, a Matter how Gerald's post-marriage story. Marriage story is. Well, that's the case. It'll be uh, GoFundMe because Gerald needs bail with it. <laughs> oh, <that's crazy>. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we need to wrap this up. Uh, thank you for watching. Um, thank you, Jessica. Thank That's you our Sherry. first guest. I know, our first guest. We may have to have a couple guests on to bring it back on. Uh-huh. We might be having a little guest spot now. I know, we can talk, we can find a, actually, no, we don't have to. I'll just give us a reason to keep leaving. Yeah, I think so. The traveling, the traveling, yes, we find. Traveling and doing shows and stuff, but yeah. So thanks, everybody. Uh, same time next week. Make sure that you are subscribed to the Facebook page, the Healthy Family Movement. 
let's get together and be better. Because if we can have a healthier family, then the world will be healthy. You guys take care until next week. Okay. Peace. Bye.